0: How's it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a current NFL free agent, Samford's all-time leading receiver, and a former Denver Broncos wide receiver, Kelvin McKnight. How are we doing today, brother?
1: Man, I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So first and foremost, we got to rep the hometown a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your hometown of Bradenton, Florida, and what makes it so special.
1: Man, Bradenton, Florida, man, it's, it's It's a lot of undiscovered gems in there, man. It's just so much full of talent. Um, you know, not only football, just just everything. You know, you gonna you're gonna find your way out of there. Um, you know, it's very tough. Um it's either you playing football or in the streets, it's kinda of cliche, but it's it's true. You know what I'm saying? It's cliche, but it's very true. You know what I'm saying? You're either playing ball or in the streets, but you know, you're gonna find a way to get out, definitely. But you know, I'm proud, you know, to wear that mark for sure.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Um, you kind of put a name on the, on your back, you know, as far as as far as Bradenton goes. Anyways, kind of what was your recruiting process like out of, back in high school? How'd you end up at Samford?
1: Crazy story. I'm gonna tell you. Samford came in around. Let me see if signed was in April. I can't remember when I was signed. It was probably like right before the season ended they came to me at practice um mind you I had University of Maryland FAU FIU Troy Appalachian State um University of Buffalo um oh, did I mention Troy I had Troy and I had a few others I can't remember all this I had USF but um crazy story um we actually my junior year we flew to University of Maryland we played we played a team called uh, Goodman. Good? Was it Goodman? I can't remember what they were called. But anyway, we went up there and flew up there. We beat them. I got an offer from University of Maryland. Long story short, my mom was just not with me going all the way to Maryland. You know, I don't know what it was, but she just was against me committing. But anyway, um, during that time, I tried to commit. And they told me, you know, I took too long far as, you know, they had to uh, – recruits fill up in my position so you know I was back to square one um senior year rolled around I started getting more offers but the real reason why I went to Sanford is because they were the first team and only team that they said they was going to use me for my ability as far as like I've never seen a team like come up and tell me like this is how we're going to use you and we believe like we really like we really need you like they just weren't treating me as a you know a other recruit you know just with the other teams and I just made a business decision. I've never seen a team, like, say they throw it 65 times a game. And in high school, we only threw it, like, four to five. I'm getting five, six catches going for 100. So, 55 times, I feel like I can do something with that.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. It's almost like they kind of envisioned you already, you know, committing to them, and then they're just like, here's how we're going to use you, so you might as well just hop on board, you feel? So that's kind of dope problem.
1: for real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so while at Sanford, you absolutely lit it up. You know, like you said, y'all you throwing the ball like 55 times a game and you got a shitload of opportunity. You became the school's leader in literally everything, you know, receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns, all the damn yeah. things, bro. How did it feel balling out right. at that level? And when did you find out you started getting some NFL injuries? Uh, I started figuring I got
1: NFL interest my sophomore year when one of our uh, upperclassmen had said, um, you know, a scout had asked questions about me towards him, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he was a receiver, and he had told me um, a team that was asking questions. And, you know, I've been starting since my freshman year, so at that time I already had numbers. And my guy, Carell Hamilton, I watched him break every single record at Sanford. So it gave me that extra boost to be like, I remember telling him at practice when he broke every record, I said, You know, I'm gonna break everything. We still talk about that to this day. And, um, but yeah, it was my sophomore year when I first figured I had NFL interests. And then, you know, becoming the number one receiver my junior year, just I had a chip on my shoulder and just wanted to prove that I can get open by myself. Like, I can be that number one guy.
0: Yeah, bro, and you definitely proved it. And in that senior year, I believe it was, you had like 100 catches or something like that, and it was crazy. You really put yourself out there. Um, so, you know, tell us a little bit yep. about like your your path to the draft and uh, what adjustments you had to make to play professional football.
1: Um, my path to the draft was crazy. I wouldn't really say it was adjustments far as like you know the path into into the draft, it was just more of like just getting introduced to what's about to happen, if that makes sense. It was just more of like a you know leaving campus and and and, and training just was just different for me. You know what I'm saying? Being outside of school. And mind you, I was I played as a freshman, so I I didn't red So me graduating on time, it was either I had to leave school, or, you know, leave school and train or try to find somewhere in Birmingham to train and, you know, continue in school. But luckily, um, I was able to work things out and and get an online assessment for sure. to finish my degree, but I don't think it was truly an adjustment. I think I made an adjustment once I got to the NFL. That's when it was an eye opener for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what's kind of like, so, you know, you, you, you're you done with football in college. What's kind of the first step, you know, whenever you're declaring for the draft or, you know, once you're done, you don't have any more years of eligibility. What's kind of your first step whenever you're like, all right, it's time to like, you know, start becoming a pro. What's like that first step you have to do? Like, how do you find that facility to train at? And like, you know, kind of how do you do that? Um, Your
1: agent helps you. I mean, obviously I was blessed enough to have people in my city that's been to the NFL, even family members. But, um, so, you know, getting inside with them, but truly the, just the regular process is your agent, you know, will take care of things as far as, you know, these are the might might be top three facilities. He feel like he would like for you to go and, you know, you'll do your research and try to figure out what guys you would like to work with, um, see what guys they had prior before you. And then you make a decision
0: off that. Yeah, that sounds dope. Um, so, you know, you didn't get your name called during the draft, but the Denver Broncos signed you shortly after as an undrafted free agent. Um, kind of what was that moment like? And then did going undrafted add a chip on your shoulder?
1: Um, Going undrafted, it was – it was a – I don't really know the word for it. I was excited, but, man, you know, I definitely wanted to get my name called, obviously. um, I had, I had phone calls during the draft, so I definitely was disappointed, but also – ecstatic that I even had the opportunity to to say I'm doing this you know what I'm saying so it, it definitely gave me a chip on my shoulder I came in with my head down working um I think the biggest thing for me what helped me I didn't expect anything I didn't expect as far as like me to like I wouldn't say expect me to do good but I didn't I knew nothing was going to be a handout for me so I came out there hungry
0: yeah, for sure. So, you mentioned that you got phone calls during the draft. Why – you know, like, usually when, like, teams call you is because they're going to draft you. So, like, kind of what what was – like, what were those phone calls? About, if you don't <laughs> Not <hide> necessarily
1: <laughs> – yeah, oh, that's cool. Not necessarily. Everybody's – uh, everybody's process is different. So, you know, I had probably got – from fourth round to seventh round, I probably got four to five calls. And I remember every time my phone rang, my family jumped – me and my family jumped. Uh, you know, the first time they called, it was just to make sure, um, you know, to see where I'm at. Am I with my family? They letting you know, okay, well, we have this pick coming up. You know, you you might get – you know, you're on the draft board. We're not saying what we're going to do. We don't know what we're going to do. You know, we just want to make sure, you know, checking in with you type of deal. Um, I probably got three of those phone calls. Yeah, I got three of those phone calls, like fifth, sixth, and seven, from three different teams, so – you know, every time it ruined, my heart dropped. I'm not going to lie to you. I was excited. My heart dropped. But it, it is what it is. I'm excited to even say I went through that process.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. Because, um, you know, like nobody gets to go through that process. You know what I mean? So it's just dope that you even were even Correct. getting calls, you know. And that's just more connections that you're right. building. You know, that's, I mean, three different teams calling you. That's three different teams that have you on their radar, even still to this day. Um, so kind of, right. you know, you, you get signed by the Broncos, um so you know that's a dope opportunity kind of what was that like and then what was it like putting on an NFL jersey for the first time Mm. um once I signed
1: it was like a just a, a big rush of excitement um especially with my circle being around me people who really knew me knew how hard I really worked to get to that point they even just put my name on a piece of paper like that i've been speaking that into existence since before you know i envisioned that since i was little you know i still haven't did the things that i want to accomplish yet but you know my circle and the people close know like how hard i really work so it was just a big feeling for all of us you know what i'm saying it just wasn't me doing that that was for my family and everybody that's with me but um first time putting the nfl jersey on I was juiced up. I think I sent a Snapchat. I, I sent a picture on Snapchat to my brother G right before kickoff. Um I don't even remember what I said. I just remember I sent the Snapchat to him. And um, but yeah, I remember it's just I can't I can't put the words together how it felt. It's just saying your last name with an NFL logo on it. And we was in the Hall of Fame game. So you know it was on national television. So it was like, it I was juiced up. <laughs> I was just yeah. up,
0: I was ready. That's what's up. Um, so kind of what's an NFL game day like? Like what time are you getting up, what time are you get to the stadium, like how you, how mindful mm-hmm. do you have to be of like what you eat, what you putting in your body? What kind of just take us like what did you do on game days? Kind of what was your process?
1: Um Depending on what time kickoff was. Um all my kickoffs was during nighttime. So we kind of got to sleep in a little bit, um breakfast. Um I think meetings didn't really start to like around lunchtime, really. So you had lunch, then you'll have, you know, your review meetings, understanding what's going to be called, like, you know, the first in plays, you know, your script, um, going over with your receiver coach, the rules, um, just little, uh, little twinkles here that it's like a little tongue twister in the huddle. Make sure that you paying attention and understanding your job um, and a guy like you know, certain players have to play more than one position. So, you know, we just reviewing, making sure everybody's on the same page. And because if one person mess up, all of us gonna look bad. So we just making sure everybody knows what's going on out there. Um, putting in my body right now, I'm vegan, but at the time I wasn't. So I always, me personally, I just like ate pasta. I don't really like to eat too heavy. Um, I like to, I like to be light out there. So I'm really drinking more than eating me personally that's just how I always prepare. but um yeah I think that's how I I think I answered it yeah
0: yeah 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 for sure um so you know whenever you step on that field for the first time right like you're going from your college football right and then you're going and you're on the NFL field bro and like you mentioned you know you were at the Hall of Fame game for your first game like everyone's watching you know you know you're about to make a name for yourself you know, regardless on if it's preseason or not, bro, it doesn't matter. You're still playing an NFL game. What was, like, your emotions? Were you, like, confident that you knew you had it? Or were you more, like, nervous? Or, you know, you just had to get that first hit in real quick. Like, what was your what was your spiel there?
1: Uh, mine was I was hoping we got out there on defense first, and we, and we did. And I wanted to touch the ball first on punt return. And it played out how I wanted to. I didn't take it back, but I had a good return. Um, me personally, I just like to get the ball for, I like to just get that first punt return or just get the ball in my hands quickly and just get the jitters out. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a lot of ceremonial stuff, obviously, because of the Hall of Fame game. So, you know, you're getting to see people that you only see on TV. So, you know, it's kind of like a, you don't want to be like a little kid, but it's like little kid moments. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying Reed. I'm like, I'm trying to stay focused for the game, but it's A-R-E right there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just little stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I was excited, though. I was definitely excited. The jitters, I'm not really too nervous like that. Be really more excited because it's it's the same game since Little League. You know, mm-hmm. the same game, just a different speed at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, going back to even middle school, Little Gritters, doesn't matter. Who's the best player you've ever played with and the best you've ever played against?
1: Best player I ever played with. Oh, uh, I don't play it with some dogs though. I don't really play with some dogs. Even from Lily. Let me see. That's a tough question. That's so hard. I can't. I, I can't even give you one name. That's just. It's I mean, just too hard. Throw them out there.
0: Throw them out there. Whoever you want, bro. Shine some light on your homies real quick.
1: Man, I'm finna give a shout out to. Um, Courtney Allen back in the day, he was he was really like that dude back in the day running the ball. Um my one of my closest friends, I call him like my brother, Johnny Lane. He played running back. He's at Iowa State right now. Um just a natural runner with the football. Um my quarterback, Devlin Hodges, probably one of the best touch balls I've ever you know what I'm saying, ever had. Like, he kind of made it – he kind of made it so much easier for a receiver, even though we complimented each other so well. Like, I made it easier for him. Like, we just – I don't know. We just was same page. He knew what I was thinking. I knew what he was thinking. Like, he just had one of the best balls, like, I've ever caught in football. That's my guy right there. Um Played against? Oh, I got him into uh, Bradbury, James Bradbury corner. for. uh He's with the Giants right now. Used to go at it, man. He used to go at it my freshman year. He's probably the only corner I ever seen go out there and lock everybody down in the whole season. Like um, he's following everybody. Like you can line up in the backfield, he had linebackers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him and NFL wise, Chris Harris, of course, because I was going with him every day in practice. And yeah, I really is. Everybody else I've seen on TV, but you know, played with and against. That's really it.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Um, <clears throat> so you most recently played in the spring league. You know, you down in Texas there for a couple months. Uh, you helped lead your team to a championship. Kind of, what was that experience like? Did you, how like did that whole process go down? You know, like did you have to like apply for it? Did they reach out to you? Just kind of tell us about the process, and you know, <laughs> if you were able to get some good film out there.
1: Um, I definitely got some great film out of that. It was a uh, I am thankful for the Spring League to even have that type of opportunity, especially like for like people like me who's got caught up in the the COVID cuts with the NFL, you know, didn't get an opportunity to, you know, showcase their talents again in the um, you know, OTAs training camp wise, you know, COVID messed up a lot of things. But I'm very thankful for them. Um, you know, that that Spring League thing was more of a connection thing. Somebody I knew knew about it and put me in and that's just how it happened like it wasn't nothing crazy like but I'm, I'm pretty sure you can like google it and sign up but as far as me it was just more word of mouth um you know I put my name in and I was in type of deal
0: yeah for sure um so you know as of now what are kind of your current plans as far as like football goes like you saying how are you staying in shape you know due to covid all of that stuff um and right. just kind of how are you staying on <laughs> nfl radars
1: um right now uh because of you know the spring league it gave us all well it gave the nfl all uh, 32 teams access to the film and stuff so right now it's just a waiting game um staying on nfl radars you know my agents uh sending out the film of course what i what i've done you know um, the biggest thing was to have film, so that's a check mark. Just wasn't sitting down a whole year and just working out. Um, right now, staying in shape-wise. Um, I'm just training every day. Just training every day. Shout out to my guy, uh, E.J. Webb, out here in Atlanta. I go to him every day, me and am training. Um, if I'm in Florida, my trainer back home, Larry Ryans um, and A. Sanders, them the two I train with back home in Florida. Um, but But that's really it. That's, I'm just staying in shape, just doing the little stuff.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so one last question for you. Um, any advice for the young athletes out there trying to chase their NFL dreams, their pro football dreams, their D one dreams, you know, their college football dreams? What kind of advice can you just pass down to them?
1: Oh man, keep keep a keep a good circle around you. You know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of he says she says. It's gonna be a don't go here, don't go there. Especially if you're in high school right now. I I went through that experience, like, but luckily I was I had a good enough circle and I had a good enough mindset to understand I need to go somewhere. What's best for me? You know, I could have easily just went to a school because of the name. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I remember I had a lot of questions, like, bro, why you going to sign for this dad woody Woo? But you know, at the at the end of the day, it gave me the shot to. Um, you know, chase my dreams. You know what I'm saying? So it's gave me that opportunity. So um just go what's best for you and your family. Like, you know, you gotta sit down and really talk with your circle. Like you gotta have people in your circle that's gonna not be afraid to tell you no, like that's a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you gotta have you gotta have that type of love around you. Um and yeah, just keep going. Understand everybody's journey is different. Like you naturally you're gonna have like a uh a plan in your head on how it's supposed to happen. But, you know, it's going to be trials. It's definitely going to be trials for you, you know. If you really love this game, you're going to face some some trials. Like, even for me, you know, in college, um, when I got to the NFL, being released, getting picked up by another team, getting released from there, getting picked up back by that team, you know, staying a whole year with that team, then COVID hits, now I get released. You know what I'm saying? you get released, not even for, you know, football reasons. And um, it's going to be tough. You know, you're going you're gonna to sit there and try to question yourself, but that's not even the case. You know, you just got to understand, it's, I promise you, it's just a journey. I'm still going right now. So, you know, you just got to keep your head up.
0: Yeah, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Kelvin McKnight, we're going to be on top of his journey you know um this is going to be available everywhere you listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify all the good stuff youtube all that good stuff make sure y'all drop my boy a follow i'm going to link his socials down below um and yeah so kelvin mcknight thank you for hopping on the show today brother so
1: i appreciate you
0: yes sir